You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Cordell, let's talk offense. I mean, from a perspective of, like, if you look at Lamar's numbers, they looked kind of pedestrian. I mean, only threw for 133 yards, 22 um, attempts, 12 completions. Uh, But, you know, ultimately, you know, he really was the general of the game. Um, of course, you know, once again, 11 rushes, 82 yards. We so averaged 7.5 um, yards a carry. It, it really feels like this is a different offense without Mark Andrews. And hear me out. I think Mark Andrews is a phenomenal athlete. I think that Mark Andrews is by far their best skill player on this team. I want to be clear about what I'm saying. There is no one that can replace Mark Andrews and what he's done for this offense. However, I think Mark Andrews is a guy that is able to run option routes and is a guy that Lamar typically stares down to try to get the ball to. And so now you're in a position without him. You're not staring him down, obviously, because he's not present. You also have your young wide receivers getting involved, and they're not running option routes. They're running the routes that the coordinator is calling as opposed to letting them run their own routes, and this is what you get when you see that, which to me, Cordell, comes off as a more consistent offense. I don't know how you see that, but that's what I'm seeing right now. Yeah, I see see an offense right now that – has more at their disposal than they did a couple of weeks ago than they did when they have Mark Andrews and Rashad Bateman out there. And I think, like you said, I'm not going to sit here and dress it up like the Ravens are better without Mark Andrews. In no world is that the case. Um, and And I'll never say that. But it's something about Mark Andrews not being there that forces them to give everybody else a look forces them to give everybody else a shot. The Ravens completed passes. Lamar had completions to four, five, six, seven, ten different receivers in this game. You were still counting after four and five. I don't know how long it's been since we've had to do that. Ten different guys caught a pass, albeit the only people that had more than one catch was King and Drake 
and James Prochet. Both of those guys had two catches apiece. Uh, the leading receiver in this game was Isaiah Likely with the one catch for 24 yards and the touchdown on that catch, uh, which was a great play call. But the passing game wasn't pretty in this game. I'm, it, it wasn't at all. Lamar wasn't sharp. There was opportunities for plays to be made, and Lamar overthrew Isaiah Likely. He overthrew yep. Demarcus Robinson yep. uh, in the end zone. He, I think he overthrew Demarcus Robinson probably about twice because he also missed him on a third down uh, rolling out, and he missed him wide open going on the sideline where he would have got the first down. So yep. Lamar was not sharp at all, um, I think, passing-wise in this game. But the thing that makes Lamar special is he he finds he, he can – he can affect the game without being a dominant passer at times, without him having his best passing games. 11 carries for 82 yards, and some of those carries were just jaw-dropping, like, wow, Lamar. He's Every time been, you thought he was down, yeah. he wasn't down. <laughs> he, he, is, he, he just has – I mean, this this dude, he, he could get away from a guy if they were even locked together in a phone booth. I mean, he's just so tough to bring down um, and he just wears a defense down and he opens up the run game so much. I mean, King and Drake had a heck of a game himself, 24 carries, 93 yards, two touchdowns uh, for him. King and Drake definitely was a big part of this offense in this game. I can't take it away from him. And he kind of is a guy that gets better as the game goes on. Um, but this offense, it is, it's weird because it's not pretty to watch at all times, but they just have a way of just doing things that it's just that run game. They can run the ball 40 carries for a buck 88 on the ground and two touchdowns, a team that can run the ball as effectively as the Ravens can. They'll always be in, in the game. Uh, but like Troy Aikman said in the post game, the thing with being able, the thing with being a run first offense is, you'll it's going to be tough to put teams away simply or it's going to be tough to not play close games more so all your games are pretty much going to be close because you're not getting those big plays in the past game you're not necessarily lighting up the scoreboard uh but you're controlling the game you're dictating the pace of the game um and that's what the ravens are doing right now they're wearing defenses down defenses simply have problems tackling them in the second half, and that's that's really what they want to do. And you piece that together with a defense that's looking like a force uh, right now. You, the Ravens have something special cooking, it looks like. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Absolutely. And, and look, time of possession, 30, almost 38 minutes out of 60. Um, I mean, listen, they at, they had 319 total yards. Yes, I know that you mentioned 188 of it was on the ground. But listen, they, you know, they were still putting up numbers. Nine for 15 on third down efficiency. 23 first downs compared to the Saints 13. I mean, like you said, it didn't look pretty. It didn't look like it was a you know such a great um situation 
it didn't flow great because like you said, there were some issues like Lamar just didn't connect with a couple guys. And, you know, those are some things you really have to work on, particularly down the stretch, because if you're going to make it to the playoffs, you have to find ways to get those guys the ball. That being said, um, you know, it just felt like that they were in control really yeah. for the whole game, you know? No doubt. They definitely were, you know, that defense getting off the field quick offense picking. I mean, nine for 15 on third downs. The play calling on third down was great. Greg Roman called a heck of a game. Um, I, some of those run plays that he called, uh, you, we talk about creativity. I mean, they yeah. they are definitely the most creative run game in the NFL by far, I think, as well. I mean, Philly definitely can do it uh, as well. And the Niners, they have some nice creativity with them. But this this Ravens rushing attack, is it's something you don't really get to see. him having Lamar back there um, makes it just that much more special. But I, I do think Greg Roman called a heck of a game. Deshaun Jackson, he gets hurt with the hamstring injury. That's I normal. Mean, normal. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it's just what you it's just what you get when you when you get this guy. Um, seeing Ronnie and Lamar go at it out there on the field, that was. That was something, and I gotta say, I, that I I had no issue with Ronnie Stanley coming to the defense of the rookie right there. The rookie, sure, you know, he he is that play is probably on him. There's a silent count right there. He's Lamar's clapping. He's got the pat on on his on his ass, you know, to let him know, hey, quarterback's ready for the snap. It's time to go. Lamar's clapping, letting you know the play clock's going down. You gotta snap the ball. And they've had to they've they've gotten delay of games on that too many times this yep. season. It's bad enough the plays are coming in late, and it's bad enough the play calling is so long, and and you get into the line late. I get it, but you got to get the snap off. But I have no issue with Ronnie Stanley coming there to the defense of his fellow offensive lineman, the defense of his rookie, and letting Lamar pretty much could have told Lamar right there like, hey. You've been great, but you haven't been spectacular tonight. You know, you've left some plays out here. You've made mistakes. You've overthrown some guys. You haven't been the most accurate tonight, Lamar. We're, you, you know, we're winning right now. I get the rookie made a mistake, but you've made mistakes too, and we we haven't gotten in your face about it. Let the kid live. Yeah. You know, and, and they're sitting there cussing. They're, they're having an FU fest right there. And it probably is part of the reason why they ended up having to get another delay of game right after that. But, uh, you know, I'm I'm not upset with, with Ronnie showing some fire in there. And I'm glad that they were kind of able to squash that on the sideline. They've got some strong personalities on this team. It's not surprising to see it kind of boil over the way it does. The key is to make sure it doesn't linger. Absolutely. I mean, look, and, and when you're in the fight, that's what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are going to say things. And as long as at the end of the day, you can, you know, uh, hash those types of things out when you calm right. down and settle down and say, look, this is what happened. This is what happened. And y'all can come to some type of mutual understanding. Then that's just what it is. You know, my uh, my thing, though, you mentioned um, the delays of games and you mentioned, you know, good plays coming in late. I think this is just who the Ravens are, Cordell. They're just mm. going to team that will never get the play in quick enough will always come out the huddle late it's no excuses like literally the play is coming in with 15 seconds on the clock you're not even getting out of the huddle until nine seconds 
in the clock. He doesn't have an opportunity to see the field, even though if he wants to change the play and, and make it something else. I am extremely frustrated about it, but I am... Yeah, Rita, it's not even like it's just the play calling. It's a combination of the play calling coming in late. Like I said, the name of the play being long. They've they've told us some of these names of the plays are longer than they probably should be. And then even after uh -huh. they break the huddle, guys, it's, it seems like every other play, somebody's lining up in the wrong spot. Somebody's on the it. wrong side of the field. And then Lamar has to check the wristband every time because he's got his notes of what to do if the defense gives him a certain look. So he's got to check his wristband. He's got to check the defense. It's just so much going on and they don't leave. They leave themselves so little time for all of that stuff to happen. It's devastating. Once you get to the playoffs, you can't have those type of situations. You can't take delay of games against Kansas city or Buffalo or Great. even Cincinnati. You know, or Tennessee, like you, you just can't do that type of stuff. So they've got to clean that up. I don't, I don't know what they have to do. They've talked about doing certain things and trying to try different stuff to cut down on taking up so much of the play clock. But whatever they've tried to do, it's not working. With the bye week here, they, they've <laughs> got to come up with a new way to to do that. I would not hold my breath to that. Mm -hmm. I, again, this is not a 2022 problem. This is a 2021 problem, a 2020 problem, a 2019 problem. This is who they are. I'm not saying accept it. I'm I'm just saying it might be a situation where we're beating a dead horse. <laughs> and I just don't even know. I am going to continue to say something about it when I see it. I'm just saying that it means nothing. They're not changing anything. And that's just what it's going to be. And we just have to accept that, unfortunately. I mean, look, if they're going to win every week, I guess we don't have to, we can't complain too much. But I agree with you. Like, once you get into the playoffs, that is unacceptable. So you need to find a way to figure it out and fix it ASAP. Because at some point, you're going to play against better competition. And you do not want to put yourself in delay of games or false starts or illegal shifts simply because you, you just cannot get things right pre-snap. I'm over it. Over Agreed. 